Welcome to the Release Your Blocks podcast. I am your host, Victoria Bond. I am a spiritual empowerment coach. I help teach others to show up to their potency so they can fulfill their mission here on earth. I'm so glad you are here. And if you are interested in becoming a medium, if you're interested in becoming a life coach, or if you're interested in shifting your life from the 3D to live more in the 5D reality, then check me out, book a clarity call, and let's get chatting. Hey everybody, how are you going? I thought I'd jump on and do a live because I've got a couple of cool things that have happened to me in the last couple of weeks. So I'm just um, here right now doing some human design recording for my program, which is really cool by the way. Love, love, love creating programs. Okay, so your money reality. Now I don't know if you did my manifesting money masterclass, which was next level, let me know if you haven't done it. But you know, there's some things about money I want to have a talk about. I did a podcast interview with Simone Molasses this week. Um, Got to say, it was pretty amazing. She just has money codes just coming out of her, like it was so cool. And um, a couple of things popped up for me. Now, I was going for a run with a girlfriend the other day. And she said, hey, why don't you like just put $2 in a jar every time you go for a run? It's called the, mon- the run club. So every time you go for a run, you put $2 in your jar. By the time you've gone for however many runs, you've got enough money to buy a new pair of shoes. And I said to her, dude, I don't have a cash business. I'm a coach. I'm an online coach. I don't have a cash business. I don't have cash. And I felt this funny little niggle in my body. And I was like, oh. I feel like there might be a little bit of a lie there. Every time we feel a little bit of a trigger, there's usually a lie. Okay, so that's the first thing you want to write down. And it was really interesting because I was like, oh, I felt that. And the next time I went for a run with her, um, we talked about something with money. And I got this, again, a little bit of a, a little bit of a trigger. And I was like, what the hell? Am I lying? Am I lying? And then I remembered, I, re- I was going to say realized, but I remembered that money is just a point of view. So whether you are like a single mom, whether you only work a day a week, or whether you have got a cash business, or whether you only do this, or you're from this type of family, so you can only have this amount of money, all of that is just points of view. That is just a reality that has been created. Um, And even if there's some truth in your situation, of course, the money points of view are just points of view. They're just choices that we make. So, of course, it's got me thinking. I was like, there's been times that I've had wallets full of money. I've had like thousands of dollars in in my drawers. And, of course, I don't have a cash business. I have got an online business. Therefore, transactions are usually online. I don't see people in person. I'm not a hairdresser anymore. So, I played with this and I was like, you know better than this, girlfriend. So I started talking to my kids about money and I bought my daughter a money box. So that was cool. And so she said, I'm going to start collecting money every day. She keeps unlocking a little money box, opening it up, pouring all the money out, and she's got more and more and more coins. I don't have a cash business. So where are the coins coming from? <laughs> I was also like, I don't have any money in my wallet. Oh my gosh. Okay. So. I think I had a hundred bucks sitting in there, which is something I just don't touch because carrying money makes you feel wealthy. And that's what people know in access consciousness. So what actually happened was I was like, okay, cool. 
I desire to have more cash in my wallet. I desire to have more money. I desire to open my wallet and have cash. Like, literally, I know this happens. So all of a sudden, like, someone goes, hey, Vic, can I pay you in cash, um, like, the deposit for the program? So she dropped, like, $500 off. And I was like, yeah, okay, cool, thanks, great. Gave some to my husband, gave it to me, said we've got cash money in our wallet. And then I was like, oh, I'm available for more money. I'm available for money. What would it take to have more cash? What would it take to love money, to look at money, to acknowledge money, to see money? So I actually started putting, I put a $100 note up on my whiteboard right there. So I could see the $100 note and the $20 note and there's a $5 note, I think. They were all on my whiteboard so I could see the money. We've been conditioned to hide the money away. Oh, it's a hundred. You better go put that away and hide that and bank it straight away. That's conditioning. Even my mum would lock away her wallet, which had like 20 bucks in it or whatever, and lock the door before she went to the shop. Oh, what if someone takes my money? We're so petrified someone's going to take it away from us. Okay, so that there's conditioning, by the way. That's your mind. So I was like, what would it take to have more? So I can see it. I can acknowledge it. I love it. We've got beautiful notes. And I was like, huh, yeah, that really got me, knowing that I had some deep conditioning about I don't have a cash business. <laughs> I like cash. I want to spend cash. Like, give me the cash. Give me the cash. I want to see it. I want to feel it. I want to acknowledge it. I want to play with it. I want to teach my children to play with it. So then all of a sudden, a friend messages me, a client messages me, and she goes, hey, Vic, can I pay you in cash, please? And I was like, hmm. And she goes, I'd just much prefer to pay you in cash. And it was a couple of hundred bucks. And I was like, if you can get me the money, you can pay me in cash. Of course, that's fine. So she dropped it off to my doorstep. She lives an hour away from me and she was coming through my town. She dropped off a couple of hundred bucks, hundred bucks in an envelope and said, here you go. Here's some cash. I went, thank you so much. Again, I said to my husband, here's some more cash. And I had some more cash. Now I've got hundreds of dollars in my wallet. My children have got money boxes that they walk around with. It's like their freaking rattle toy. It's hilarious. Um, and they count it and they play with it every day. Now, we have this interesting point of view at of at because we're human beings that money is dirty. Like you don't want your kids playing with money, right? They're outside playing with their toys. They're at kindy. They're at school playing with toys that snotty little children have been little playing with. There's bugs and germs and all the different things. So why, I tell you, isn't that a little bit of insanity? Isn't that insane to be like, money is dirty. Get that out of your mouth. <laughs> um what if money was clean? What if money was pure? What if money wanted you to hold it and to acknowledge it and love it? And where do we reject it? So quite often, if you do have a cash business, if you're a beauty therapist, a hairdresser like I used to be, I'd get money and be like, oh, oh, we better go bank this straight away. We better get rid of it. The banks have conditioned you. We want your money. We'll hold on to your money for you. So you put it in. They, it turns into digits, right? <laughs> it's not even physical. They're not sitting there with, you know, your name with a whole lot of money. It turns into digits. So I'm not saying hold on to all your money, but what they say is to have like as much money in your wallet as you feel a wealthy person should have. And also to pay yourself before you pay everybody else. This is what wealthy people do. They pay themselves before they pay anybody else. And even if you're not getting paid much right now, maybe you're getting like, say, 500 bucks a week or something, right? So maybe you're not getting a lot of money. Um, put away that 50 bucks for yourself 
right? Put away money for yourself. It is so important because honoring of yourself is honoring like the universe sees you honoring yourself and you're going to get more. You're going to change your financial reality if you put money away for yourself. So now my whole point of the story was my husband and I, within a couple of weeks, have got hundreds and hundreds of dollars in our wallets with no fear of someone taking it. I left my door open the other day. I left it open uh, from my car and I had like, I don't know, 400 bucks sitting in there. And I was thinking, oh, my mum would die because she would lock the car and she'd freak out if her wallet was in there and if there was like, you know, 20 bucks in there. Um, even if the car was locked, she'd freak out. But with me, I'm like, no, my money loves me. It's okay. And um, I acknowledge my money and it is wealth. It is a feeling of wealth. It means I'm never without money. That money, I'm not going to spend it. The money is there because the money is my friend. So where are we rejecting money? Where are we rejecting it? And where are we uninviting it? Okay. So it's so funny because the minute I said to my friend who I was running with, look, I don't have a cash business, so I can't do the $2 a run thing. Um, I rejected money. Now I went deeper into that and I said, what is the truth about that? And I went, oh, I can't be fucked putting $2 in a jar every time I go for a run. That just seems way too annoying. Can I just put like 50 bucks in a jar <laughs> and put the date on it and tick the run or something like that? So we have to also get creative. We don't want life to be hard for us. We don't want anything to be hard and it doesn't have to be hard. But what makes it easier and what makes our life easier is when we say, hey, what is my money reality? What am I choosing right now? And how can I better that? How can I breathe money, acknowledge money, see money? Um, and every time you get triggered about money, you need to look at that and go, what is this? And that's what I did when I was running with my friend. I noticed that I had a little bit of a lie going on about not having a cash business. And now I have cash because I became available for cash, right? I believed it first before I got the evidence. So when we go into conclusion of the business, the type of business it is, how much money we can make from the business. Now I'm, you know, I'm a single mom or I only work five hours a week or, or I'm from this family. When we go into conclusion about our money circumstances, then of course we're not being a generative energy and inviting in money. So if you want to invite in money, you've got to start believing that you are worthy and you will receive money before it even comes to you. I've seen this over and over and over and over again. And, you know, this this month and last month, I said, I'm going to do multiple uh, five figures, multiple very, very quickly, very, very easily. And the coolest thing happened was I did multiple within seven days. Now, there was no, there was no evidence that I could do that. I believed it first. I believed it and then it happened. So everything is the opposite of what it appears to be. If we believe it, if we feel it, if we invite it in, and if we dive deep into the shadows that we have, meaning, oh my God, I just picked up that there was something like not quite there. There's a bit of a lie. The lie is that I don't have a cash business. The truth is I do have a cash business because I have cash in my wallet now. And um, yeah, 
I'm available for cash. I love money and I love cash. And if you don't have any money in your house right now, if you've got no change, if you've got no notes hanging around, it's because you're not inviting money in. What if you had money just floating around your house? How does that make you feel? I want to hear from you guys as well. How is this landing? How are you feeling about this? If you want money, ask for it. I would like more money, please. If you have any points of view that it's dirty, that you shouldn't hold on to it because it's not safe, because someone might rob you, that's certainly some of the stuff that my beautiful mum has put on me. Um, then see where there's a lie in that. You know, what if money could protect you? What if money was just a neutral resource and whatever belief you gave it, it just mirrored back to you? Interesting points of view. Okay, so I just wanted to jump on for a quick live. I wanted to share that with you. Um, also, amongst that time, divine guidance has been gifted to me, or maybe I should say I've been listening to it. I've had uh, calls cancel on me, like random appointments and sales calls and um, you know, people, you know, wanting interviews from me and all these different things, they just canceled. I had like five cancellations in a week. And each time I said, thank you, thank you, something better is coming. And um, yeah, my my luck, my truth, my knowing, my guidance, uh, my downloads, everything just turns all the way up because I say I'm willing to receive, I'm willing to receive money, I'm willing to receive love, I'm willing to receive luck, I'm willing to receive all of these things and the truth is I have been able to work like less than 10 hours this week and have have a big week and receive more money. So where do we have points of view that we have to work hard for money instead of actually saying I'm open and I am willing to receive money in all shapes and forms? Okay, so it's not just about having it come in the in the money form. Um, I know my sister's been playing with this and she's been receiving lots of different things that are worth a lot of money. And when we're available for that, like when we ask for more clothes, what would it take to have some nice new clothes? Then what actually happens is clothes can come to you. Instead of having judgment on how things come or how money comes, to be precise, instead what we can do is open up to the possibilities of how they're coming. So a good example with this as well is um, I got some new vans, some brand new ones, paid full price for them. I was asking for them. Yay, you're available. Sarah's available for money. Oh, you have to watch it from the beginning. Um, Sarah, because I was just talking about getting copious amounts of money coming into your wallet, which is what's happened to me this week. Um, and yeah, I showed my best friend my vans and I was like, yeah, new vans for the photo shoot next week. And she went op shopping. She got some Pumas for 40 bucks, basically brand new, white, looked, you know, similar to my vans. And she's like, look what I just got. It's because she asked for it. What would it take for me? I want some shoes like that. Even if she wasn't aware that she actually said that, that's what she wanted. And then that's what she got. So we have to be open to receiving money in many different shapes and forms and look at the lies that we're telling ourselves. So like I said at the beginning of this, my lie was I don't have a cash business. So I don't carry cash. The truth is the minute I picked up that I had that lie about not having a cash business, now people, hello, Kaz, people now 
want to pay me cash and they'll drop it off to my front door and give me an envelope and go, here's some cash. And so now I've got a lot of cash in my wallet and I'm not even planning on spending it. I'm planning on loving it and multiplying it because I want thousands of dollars in my wallet because I don't have points of view on how it's not good to hold money. Yeah, it was totally epic. So that happened within a week. Um, now Luke and I have got hundreds and hundreds of dollars each and our children have got tons and tons and tons of coins so we have to it's not just about the hundreds of dollars and even like having five figure weeks and stuff like that multiple five figure weeks it's not about that okay it's about actually appreciating all money so you start off with a 20 cents right if you're dismissing your tens and your 20 cents um then you're probably dismissing the hundreds as well or you're not available for the hundreds so what i do is i'm like oh 10 cents 20 cents hello what would it take to multiply you by a hundred i love you and then like honor the money, you know, uh, and that's what I'm teaching my kids to do. So every day they're walking around with their money boxes, shaking them. And I'm going into my own bags and pulling out coins like, oh my God, there's some more coins. And rather than going, oh, they're just my coins. I'm like, there's my coins. And I pop them down. Kids pick them up. Now we have money. A week ago, there was no money because I didn't think I had a cash business until I realized I was freaking lying to myself. Um, and the truth was, I just didn't want to put $2 aside every single run, because I run three times a week, because that would be too hard. So instead, I decided to start paying myself. And we must always pay ourselves before we pay anybody else. You have been trained and programmed to pay your bills, to pay your rent, to pay the tax man, to pay this. But all wealthy people know they have to pay themselves. You know, they have to pay themselves. Every wealthy person I know, they don't do things for money. They do it for passion. The money is just a symptom of what they're doing. And the proof the proof is for me is I've only worked an hour and a half per day for the last three days. And I've still had multiple five figures because, and clearly I haven't done my makeup or anything. I've been walking and bathing and stuff like that today. Um... But the truth is I am available to look at myself so deeply to and pick up when I'm lying. If I get a trigger, if I get envious, fuck yes, that shifted everything this week. I invested in me first before the bills. Yes. Yeah. Wealthy people know that they have to invest in themselves before the bills. Wealthy people know that. And anyone who's going, I'm getting triggered right now, anyone who's sitting there going, hmm, and they're, they're feeling something within their body, um, you might want to look at your own lies and your mistaken beliefs and your limitations that you have because money is neutral. Money is beautiful. Money is not dirty. Let your kids play with money. You know, let yourself have it. And I was actually going to go down after my interview with Simone Molasses, I was going to go down to the bank and get a thousand dollars out to put in my wallet. And then I was like, hang on a minute. Nah, I'll just create it. And then I got a, the phone call from my friend, my client saying, hey, Vic, can I pay you in cash? And I went, Sure. So where are we rejecting cash? Where are we not feeling like we are 
in a cash business, if you're a coach, where do you feel like just because your circumstances, like I said before, single mom, only work five hours, or maybe you've got like a, a job where you don't bring a big income in, where have you actually put yourself into a box? Or maybe you're just not from money, like me, not from money. So it's all very new for me to have these concepts of I can have the new truck and the new house and I can have the new shoes. That's a big thing for me, getting used to buying Vans and Doc Martens and buying what I want, when I want. I could have bought it before, but I didn't think I was worthy of having those brands because that's what rich people had. That's not true. It's completely not true. It's a fucking lie, but we lie to ourselves every day. If you desire, and I want to hear from you guys, who wants to change their money reality? That is a big thing because this is something the wealthy people are always working on. We're not money focused. We're passion focused, but we know our worth and we know our value. Therefore, money is that symptom. Money just comes in. Okay, guys, I love you. I have to go because I've got one more video before I go for a massage. Um, sending you so much love. Have a beautiful freaking day. Invite money into your reality. Choose for yourself and um, play. Play, play, play. Everyone has got 10 cents or 20 cents hanging around. Start multiplying that money by loving it, by acknowledging it. And every time someone or something triggers you about money, ask what is the lie that is here and then clean it up. <laughs> Tell yourself why it's not true, okay? Just like with my mom, I love my mom. I love her, I love her, I love her. But of course, she's she's got um, points of view about money and about hiding it away or locking it in and locking the door before you go to the shop. And I left my wallet in my car with hundreds of dollars in it. And afterwards, I was like, hmm, probably shouldn't have done that. But um, and I probably won't do it again. <laughs> but I'm not going to hide it. I will put hundred dollar notes in my house around my house so I can see money. Actually, I might go get my husband to like print me a big hundred dollar bill so I can put it on my wall. Go do that too. Love you guys. Have a good day, and I'll see you later. And that's a wrap for today. Thank you so much for joining the Release Your Blocks podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love to hear from you. So please leave a review and tell me what your favorite takeaway from today was. There is so much more from where this came from. You can also find me at Holistic Energy Shifting on Facebook, where you can find more content, more coaching, and more guidance. Have a grand and glorious day, and I'll see you next time.